It's like what we love watching in terms of like Western TV combined with like desi soap operas. It's exactly what we want to see. And the thing is, it's true. It's realistic. I've obviously never lived in India. I have never been to India as an adult and I go there and I see this and all my friends were all out partying, going to like Bastion and Olive and all these nice spots and going out and seeing kind of this energy of like the young elite society of India, it was it was very interesting. and welcome to Desi Talkies, a show where we talk about Bollywood, Lollywood, South Asian pop culture, and everything in between. My name is Ananya Sethi. I'm Anissa. And today we're going to be talking about our first OTT show on this podcast, the Hindi remake of the hit Spanish show Elite, which came out in 2018, and the show is called Class which came out last week on Netflix, directed by Ashim Aluvalia, starring a a full cast of newcomers, including Zane Shaw, Moses Cole, Anjali Sivram, Aisha Kanga, Piyush Kati, Nana Bhan, Sawal Singh, Shayan Chopra, Chintan Raj, Madhima Segal, and Gurfate Burzada. First of all, I should get a cookie for saying all of that. (laughs) But the show starts when three lower class students are admitted into a prestigious and elite high school as a PR stunt because their own school burnt down. Only a few months later, there is a murder that takes place and that is the setup of the plot. Both elite and class are very clearly a commentary on class systems, religion, and status. So that is what today's show is about. Before we get into the show, let's talk about the fact that we are currently virtual. Uh, Anissa, you want to give us a little insight on why that is the case? Yeah, sorry, that's my fault. (laughs) Okay, so I got an internship in LA, so I'm going to be in LA for the next three months. So we are going to be virtual. We're going to keep giving you content because we're dedicated to that. And recently, me and Ananya were kind of debating what we should review next. And she kind of was like, let's watch class. So I binged it in my small apartment in LA where my dad has been and he's been moving me in and he has watched this show also. So he also has opinions. Interesting. Can we get him as a, as a guest on the show? Yeah, yeah, we're, we're going to try, but right now, my apartment's really small, so he's actually just, like, sleeping right there. <laughs> so shout out to him if he ever listens to this episode. Shout out to Uncle for uh, being a part of our podcast today. So getting right into it, uh, first of all, congratulations, Anissa, on your little, your little venture. Uh, she is working Thanks. with a production in LA. That is so cool. As you guys know, we will be traveling a lot because of our jobs. And so sometimes we're going to have to do this. And so we are currently just, you know, dealing with it. <laughs> and uh, setting this up was very interesting today. But so getting right into the show, Anissa, first thoughts, I've watched Elite before. Um, I'm a huge fan of it. I've finished all the seasons getting ready for the next one. And it came out in 2018. They're currently, I think, on their seventh, sixth or seventh season. And 
it, I love it. I love everything about the show. And it follows the same exact kind of storyline that Class does. And it's... Is it the same, like, exact characters in the plot? Yes. Yeah. They're named differently, of course, because this is in India. But yeah, it's the same characters in the plot. So what were your thoughts right off the bat? So I watched it. I binged it over two days. Um, it was fun. It was a fun show to watch. Do I have some critiques? Yeah. Was it entertaining? I, I thought it was so entertaining. It was so messy and it was very much what high school is kind of like. And Ananya and I can kind of relate to this because we went to a predominantly South Asian high school. So even though we went to high school in the States, we can kind of relate to a lot of the dynamics, the competitiveness and kind of scandals, if you can speak on that. Yeah, um, I think one thing that we were talking about that we definitely want to bring up on the podcast is we are obviously two South Asian Americans, um, but the school that we went to, I felt like it was so similar. Obviously, it was we went to a very prestigious school in our area. And Still a public school, by the way. Yeah, but that that's because, you know, we live in America and, and public schools to us are very different than you know, public schools abroad. But in terms of the school that we went to, it was still considered very high in terms of education, in terms of competitiveness and sports and theater. We were both theater kids, obviously, but in terms of general arts, theater, sports and education, it's considered one of the best schools in our area, as well as the fact that most of our fellow classmates went to Ivy League schools or went to these really big colleges after uh, graduating. Um, something that I found very interesting was the fact that they showed these parties and these like house parties with alcohol, drugs, and you know, lots of, it was obviously a very scandalous setup. And I related personally, because our high school was very similar in a lot of senses, where I could see some of these things happening in our high school. Obviously, we're not going to get into the scandals, but I, I felt like I was right back in class. <laughs> Ananya, you went to parties in high school? I, I hosted a party, in fact, at one of my friend's house. We did it in the basement. It was a Halloween party. Uh, yes, I did go to parties and I did host them as well. I was uh, I was one of the one of the hosters at, and I think it was my senior year that I hosted this party and we had we had to clean up before the parents got home and it was it was a whole thing but I related to so much in this where I was like, wow, uh, seems very familiar. <laughs> so I actually like didn't go to parties in high school really I think I only went to grad parties after we graduated and one of the reasons why I decided to like go to school in Qatar in the Middle East is because I was so tired of like just the people in our community the people I met in our school and I knew I would end up back in the state so I wanted an escape from that and didn't like the party lifestyle so since I moved back here moved back to the states I've kind of had like an aha moment and like very like much being exposed to stuff now that I probably should have been exposed at a younger age. So watching this too, it gives me like a lot of clarity. And it's also like a very stereotypical depiction of what high schools are like. But of course, it's very specific to those who come from South Asian 
culture, from Indian culture, from Kashmiri culture, like how they react towards each other in a schooling and educational environment. Yeah. I think when we talk about our high school, I mean, comparatively, we had nice cars. Like everyone was driving to school senior year once we got our licenses. You know, I mean, I did not have a nice car. Like I had a nice car, but you know, um, there was people pulling up in their BMWs, you know, like that was the type of school we did go to. Um, everyone had, you know, nice, nice things. And, and there was definitely also that like division of, you know, who stands where in the hierarchy because it starts at that level. It starts at the school level, right? We start kind of differentiating where we stand on the hierarchy of society and we start kind of differentiating. Okay, these are, you know, these are the kids we don't fuck with and these are the kids we do, excuse my French. But, you know, that starts really early on. So I found it very interesting that this is the concept of the show where they talk about this bigger concept of religion, class and caste and all of that, but at a high school level, right? Um, getting right into it, uh, I was uh, I was thinking about why Delhi, why choose Delhi as the backdrop and the, the you know, the whole setting. Um, and I found it very interesting because unlike Mumbai, uh, where the lower income kind of societies are like right next to these high rise buildings and you could see kind of the disparity everywhere. It's not like in certain areas. Delhi is not like that. Delhi is very separated. So I personally am from very close to the same area that they're showing which is South Delhi which is a posher society and I know like looking back to when I used to visit back home uh, which wasn't very often but when I did one of my biggest memories is going to like DLF Emporio which is like a mall there which is like this really high society mall where you just literally we just used to go and eat food there and chill and hang out and window shop because there was nothing else to do like I don't remember anyone being like oh let's go to the garden or the park or let's go here no we would just go to the mall and the fact that the only memory I have of Delhi it's crazy to me because these other patches also exist that I just was never privy to. So if I know that from someone who doesn't even live there, I get why Delhi was chosen because the patches are so separated that you don't see them close-knit close, close knit or close together. Okay, so I do want to add a little bit to what you just said because I was thinking the same thing. Obviously, I've never been to India. I don't understand Delhi's dynamic or anything. But when I went to Karachi recently, it's kind of similar in terms of the classes. There's no middle class in Karachi. You're either really rich or you're really poor. And as time passes, the gap between those two classes increases even more. And there are very rich people in one area and very poor people in another. And I think the show did a great job of kind of showing how difficult and nearly impossible it is to bridge that gap. It did remind me a bit of Gossip Girl at some points because it was getting messy and I felt like Hiru was kind of like Dan Humphrey like coming in like figuring stuff out. So it did remind me a bit of that and I appreciated that. But what did you think of setting and kind of the cinematography and how they went about the lighting and the coloring of the entire show? In terms of like cinematography and acting and everything, 
Hmm. I think that the rich kids were really good at acting because I hated all of them. And that was kind of the goal, like to hate all of them. I don't think Sohani's like character was as clear as it could have been. But in terms of the shots, I thought the shots were nice. I loved like the, the way the music came in in between. Like I thought it was very, very seamless. And I think my favorite character in the show, the one with like the most interesting arc great background was Bali. I loved Bali. Yeah, yeah. So I, I was going to get into characters next, but I think speaking from my perspective, uh, as someone who's watched both Elite and this, and I keep switching between Elite and Elite because in Spanish it's Elite, but in English it's Elite. So I I watched the Spanish show in Spanish. That is That is our second language here. And so for me, it was like kind of like a brushing up on Spanish as well while I was watching it. I think there was some hits and misses with this this rendition of it. I do really like that they created it in a Hindi version because I did not know I needed this in my life. Like watching the Spanish version, I got exactly what they're trying to do, but I didn't realize that they could, you know, take this and make this into a Hindi version and it would still it would still hold up to what it's trying to do. Um, so in that sense, I think they did an amazing job. I had a couple of my favorite performances, I would say. I really liked Zane Shaw, who plays Veer. He does exactly what he's supposed to do um, in the original Guzman, who plays the brother. But you see him be almost silent in parts where he should be speaking up, and he feels a type of way about it. Um, for example, when his girlfriend is being rude, obnoxious in the way she is, he feels a type of way. And you could see it in his face, but he doesn't say it because he can't say it because he's in this society, right? And obviously you see Veer and Saba's kind of relationship develop over the episodes. And that is something that's going to be explored in other seasons. And I know that for a fact because of obviously watched Elite and this is kind of going in the same trajectory um, but I, I love the character arc of Veer. So I think he did a really good job with his character because his character has to be quiet in certain parts and obnoxiously loud in other parts and I think that balance was brought and comparing him to Guzman I actually thought he was more charismatic playing the character. There's another couple characters that I wanted to talk about was one of them was Madhyama Segal who plays Saba the original is, uh, her name is Nadia in the in Elite. I thought she did a really good job with Saba's character. And we'll get into Saba's character specifically because you are Muslim and I'm sure you have some stuff to say about it. I obviously cannot speak on it, but um, I think that her character, I think her the actor who plays her did a really good job, Madhyama, um, playing what she was supposed to play, which was this like go-getter, you know, in this just thrown into this, new situation. Anjali Sibram, who I actually ran into while I was in Bombay, she plays Suhani. Um, she was so excited about the show coming out. We had a little conversation about it uh, when I met her and I remember her just being like, you gotta, you gotta watch it when it comes out. And I was so excited. A part of the reason I got excited about class and actually found out about it was because we had that conversation. So watching her on screen was honestly amazing and I've actually watched her in Cobalt Blue, which is also on Netflix, it's a movie, previously. And I think she does a really good job at the character that she's supposed to play. We're, we'll get into spoilers in a minute as to why her character is the way it is, but I think that, I know you said that you had some issues with the character, but 
when you watch further seasons, you realize why that character was the way it was and what purpose it solved. I got like 13 reasons why vibes. That's exactly what it, that that's it. She's troubled. She's just a troubled child, right? And she's not she kind of drives just that situation kind of happening, but other than that, she really is it's not about her. The show is not about her, right? Like Sohani, it's not about that character. It's actually about these other characters around her. Another two actors that I wanted to uh, touch upon was Chintan Raj, who plays Farouk. I really liked him in his role, and the counterpart to him in Elite is Omar. I think he did a really good job. In fact, I liked Farouk's character a bit more than Sala's character, um, because I, I thought it was more well-developed and fleshed out. Um, compared to the original, as well as Piyush Kati, who plays Dheeraj. I really did like him as well, and the original, it's Samuel. Um, I think he did a really good job as well. And Gurfate Prezada, I mean, I think he did a really, I, he did what he was supposed to, which was be this, like, aggressive brother, older brother. And I think both of them, Dheeraj and Neeraj, their kind of back and forth was, their chemistry was really good as brothers as well. Okay, wait, I have one thing to say. Okay, he looks exactly, exactly like this one Pakistani actor. Like, it's actually... Okay, I need to pull this up. Because it's actually scary. I genuinely thought that, like, this Pakistani actor, Ahad Wazamir, had changed his name legally. Let me show you. That looks like Gurfate Prasada. Yeah. So... What did you have to say about Saba's character? Okay, now we're getting into spoilers. So if you haven't seen it, go watch it and then come back to us. Now getting into Saba's character. When I was watching it, I was just like, okay, she's so nice. Love this for her. This is great. And I was like, let me see how long it takes for the creators to make her take her hijab off. Okay, so I watched the full first episode. I was like, great, hijab's on. We're killing it, whatever. As soon as the second episode begins, her hijab is off and she's in class. And like, my dad can attest to this. I literally paused and was like, damn it. We were so close to having her with her hijab the whole time. Why do we need to take hijabs off to like... So I don't know if you missed this part of the episode, the first episode, where the principal comes up to her and talks to her. And she's like, are you going to wear this the whole day? Yes. Yes. So, okay. So the original, I think they did a better job at explaining this because in the original show, uh, Lucretia, which is Yashika's character, the girlfriend of Veer, right, goes up to the principal and says the hijab is distracting and she's being, you know, she's obviously being rude and obnoxious. And that is when this happens. So it's caused by Lucretia. In this... I, don't, I didn't see that dynamic happen with Yashika and her, where Yashika causes this. I don't know if I'm wrong. Did you did you catch that? No, I think she just, like, honestly, like, looks at her up and down, but doesn't really do it. I thought the principal was extremely insensitive and just idiotic. So, in the original, the principal ha- has to go up because Yashika kind of brings this up as, like, I fund your, like, entire life. 
just letting you know. And you know, you see her do that with the teacher, but you don't see her do that with the principal. And she does that in the original show, which I wish they did here because it would make a lot more sense as to why the principal walked up to her and told her to take her hijab off. But the current situation in India is that hijabs are being banned in schools, in colleges, and no one is being given an explanation. They just do it. There's just, you know, today it's there and tomorrow there's a ban on it. So I understand that it still fits into the social situation and the, the political climate of the country. I just wish that they kind of fleshed that part out a little bit more the way they did in the original. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy that... I can understand why they did it in that context. I just wanted her to keep it on because she wanted to keep it on. Um, but... I'm also really happy that they didn't, like, sexualize her. I'm so happy that they didn't sexualize her. Like, even, like, throughout the show, like, Veer was, like, trying to get to her and stuff, and he had the opportunity to, but, like, he didn't. Um, and, like, they kind of just maintained, like, her composure and what she was comfortable with, and she was kind of someone that, like, only pushed boundaries if she was willing to push them. And, like, yeah, her whole identity was not her religion, which is what is shown... A lot of the times for people who wear hijabs in TV shows and film, people just think of like, okay, like they're Muslim. No, like they like, yes, that's who they are. But that's not like the only thing that they're known for. Um, just segueing from Saba's character to her relationship with Veer. I was very confused by that sudden switch. I was very confused. Like he like was like out to get her all this stuff. And then he sees like her like, on psychedelics or like coke or something and just looks at her in the pool and then now he cares about what she thinks no i think with veer the thing is that he is not the way he is because he wants to be the way he is right we obviously see their parents and he almost has this he's very caring towards his sister you see that right he's very like he has this overprotective nature to the women around him actually if you if you i don't think that that's because like he actually cares i think it's because like it's his family's name and reputation and he has an ego issue yes he cares about his family yes he cares about his reputation and yes he also is someone who's an asshole outwardly to everybody but when you when it comes to his character right and obviously this is season one they're just setting it up but when it comes to his character him and Saba actually have a good time together, right? When they're making the project for their class, you see them kind of have like the back and forth that friends would have almost. And when he shows up to, he's showing up to just be obnoxious, right? He's literally just showing up because she told him not to show up. But later on, he's like, he starts realizing that her house situation is like this. He's not used to this, right? So I think that is what, what happens. And then in terms of that night when they show them in the pool, what ends up happening is he wants to obviously kiss her, right? And he wants to obviously make the move. But that moment where he realizes, he's like, she's not like me. She's not the same as me. And the fact that this started off as something else, like he's obviously apologetic about what it started off as. And he starts actually developing a liking to her later on. So I think that's the character kind of developing. And again, in season two, you're going to see it develop even more. One thing that, in talking about relationships in the show, one thing that didn't work for me was the Charan, Bali, and Coral dynamic. The original characters are Polo, Christian, and Carla. 
I loved that dynamic. It was so gritty and like they were all involved in it right off the bat. In this version, again, love Savile Singh. I think he did a really good job with his character Bully. But I just thought that it was not fully developed, that three-way relationship. And I felt like they should have done more with it because it's not Nana Bond's fault. Coil was not fully developed when they gave it to her. And obviously the murder happens, right? And she kind of takes on this role of like fixing everything, but you didn't see it happen before that. You didn't see what, like this character can become that really quickly. I guess a part of me just, it didn't work for me in this. And I just wish that they stuck to the original way of going about it, where she is from the beginning, very gritty and nasty as a person, because that would have just been better in terms of the characters. Um, I also think the character of Jaren wasn't fully developed when this happens at the end. I love the character of Polo because you see him being crazy from day one. You see those like hints of crazy where he could do something like this with Jaren. I felt like he wasn't even discovered as a character fully. I basically had a very similar consensus. Um, I thought the thruple, which is when three people are in a relationship together, was very confusing. Reminded me a bit of Gossip Girl 2.0. I thought it wasn't developed. I thought it was kind of weird how we just saw Sharon like get into like Coil and Bali's relationship without seeing like what got him to be like convinced by it like what that conversation was like it was just weird no one really like knew what they were doing and like that throuple and for coil to be like so upset bro like you're all sleeping together like i don't understand so that was one thing i think for coil's character it wasn't developed enough also Jordan is a whole other thing that's like not so whatever i can kind of understand what triggered him to do what he did the constant like cyber bullying and everything got to him but with coil at the end she's like i'll do anything for my family like I'll do anything to help us her dad's like okay but like you're finally grown and part of the family whatever we didn't see that part of her like throughout the show like, I wish throughout the show we sh like saw bits of like how Veer is protective of his family in Coil then it would have been more impactful that she's letting Sharon get away with this and she's like sticking by him. Her family has just been shown as like her dad just goes to meetings, gets drunk and like her mom is just always drunk. And she's just like always like whatever, like this is my family. She's not like I need to protect my legacy. It, like even if this happened with like Yashika, we would understand more because she cares so much about Hampton Gold. And I think a part, I think Yashika, even though I hated her, like in the show, I think she did the best job in terms of acting. She did an incredible job and you could always feel like what mattered the most to her, like how she was crumbling. She didn't even need to speak as much because like as the audience, you can understand what she's going through. That wasn't the case for the throuple of Coil, Vali, and Jadon and also for the ending. I agree. I think that the problem was, so there was two reasons that that was introduced in the original, right? One of them being that Coyle's character is going to clearly, you know, be the bad guy, right? When it comes to, not because she's the one that caused the murder, it's because she's the one that covered the murder. So you know already in like season two, like that's where it's heading, right? Where she's going to deal with this because now she has been involved. Second reason was obviously Sharn's character being the murderer, right? 
you know what's going on, you know who did it, you know how this is gonna go. You obviously know that these other characters have no idea that he's capable of doing this. Especially Veer, right? Because Veer and Sharon are friends, and this is Veer's sister. So you know that this is gonna this is gonna blow up in his face. Um, and one of the biggest reasons that this was this thruple happened was because Sharon is bisexual, right? And that is discovered through the thruple. Um, so I think that we should have felt bad for certain characters. We should have felt good for other characters, and we should have kind of felt a type of way that we didn't feel with with this thruple happening. Another thing that really I felt like didn't work for me was Dhruv's character and his parents. Dhruv was... Also in terms of the casting, Dhruv looks nothing like his parents. Um, his relationship with his parents is very like stereotypical, like you come home on time, you swim, we want you to do this and he doesn't want to do it. And like, like it, we don't really have an understanding of their relationship. like how he is like in school and why this relationship has been so bad for so long so i think he lacks a lot of character development i agree and disagree i agree in the sense that yes his character should be more developed as from season one this is clearly an important plot line Farouk and through is its own storyline happening um both being gay characters both obviously gonna have to be dealing with other things moving on Farouk is not he's selling drugs right now like you know there's a whole thing going on with them the again I'm comparing this to the original because I feel like this was up to par with the original and it should have certain plot lines should have been up to par with the original um and they weren't and one of them was the Drew plot line because in the original his mom who is the principal is actually more empathetic than the character that is shown in this she's she's just not likable she's not likable at exactly. all exactly you don't see her being empathetic right away you see that in future seasons but you see why this character can be empathetic so now watching this when i if this goes in the same direction which i think it is considering that switch is either going to happen so quickly that it's not going to work for me the principal the mom switching to like a very empathetic lady or it's just not gonna happen because in the original the mom is actually not the principal is not rude and like angry all the time i felt like she was just angry it didn't work for me the principal's character did not work for me at all like and it did in the original yeah i thought she was just rude and not empathetic at all when she like mimicked like Saba after like Saba represented like Palestine at the UN it was like oh really impressive job Saba except for like you know like your scarf and like your little like anger and I literally looked at her and I was like why is she talking like a teenager she's the principal of a school she is not she does not have an empathetic bone in her body like this does not make sense and that's the principal in the original is not like that which is why I and she gets in trouble a lot for not being like that you know what I mean? Like, she doesn't get away with certain things because she's not, you know, rude and obnoxious and uptight. So th that just didn't work for me, I feel like. Other parents really did work for me, though. Yashika's parents worked. I, I, I did like that. They were very close to the original. Um, so did Coyle's parents. So did Neeraj and Neeraj's dad. I, I felt like the world was being built around them, setting them up for failure. I felt like all these parents set all their kids up for failure and you see that happen in front of you. You see the issues. 
that concept of excess is also bad. You see it happen, right? Like they have too much money and their parents have zero sense of ethics to teach them, their kids. So I felt like it worked and I felt like the reason for the kids being the way they were made sense. Mm -hmm. What is something that you would say you are looking forward to in future seasons? I want to see Saba and Veer together. I just want to see it. I know it's not going to happen. I know because the couple you always want to be together the most takes the longest time to get together and maybe they're together for like one day or something and then the families come and they riot and then this, this. So I want to see that relationship develop. I want to see Farouk get liberated from his family. Also, newsflash, not all Muslim families are strict and like everything. It works for this story world and the characters they've created. But if you're watching it and taking away from it that all Muslim families are strict and don't let their kids out and like hit their kids, no, don't generalize. Thank you. Okay, so that's my small thing. And then I want to see Yashika have the character arc she deserves. I want to see how basically both her parents have abandoned her and how she's going to work her way from the bottom to the top again and make everyone else regret like how they treated her. That's what I want to see. I'm excited because I don't know if you know or not, but Elite is like Degrassi where they, yeah. you know, they have new characters every season. Some go away, some come back. Obviously, we know that Anjali Sivram character unless they're like planning to make a ghost of it she's dead right um so honey's gone girl moving on there's new characters because we're removing certain characters and how that happens and their dynamics i'm really looking forward to how they kind of switch it up into the south asian kind of vibe yeah i think they did such a good job with these characters and making them indian it really worked like i've said earlier zane shaw's character zane shaw I think he did a really good job. Shoddy a baddie. Shoddy a baddie. He really is a baddie though. Hey, if you're listening, hello. Hi Zane Shaw. We think you're a baddie and we can't wait for season two. <laughs> um, no, I think Veer's character will have a really cool arc as well because I because I think him and Saba have so much to discover in um coming up and also his sister just passed away so there's gonna be a whole arc with that as well oh yeah he's gonna come with like vengeance like crazy and when he finds out when he finds out who's actually done it that it's his friends ooh, they're gonna get it and uh no i'm really excited to see their character arcs in coming seasons the music i love the music this season i actually saved one of the it was so fun it's by (laughs) zahara uh and the song's name is Tum Kafiho, which is in one of the episodes. And I don't even know, I like Shazammed it randomly. I was like listening and I was like, oh my god, I love this song. And I turned on Shazam and uh, saved it on Spotify. And she's dope. And I love that they used indie singers for a lot of them. Yeah, it was really nice to see them showcase that. So new artists were discovered through this. New artists actors like a lot of new people yeah so Gurfate Prasad is actually going to be with uh, Shania Kapoor in his next film whenever that comes out called Bedharak which the posters are already out for that and that's a Dharma movie so no I'm really excited to see where he goes as well and I'm sure all these actors are going to get so much more from this uh and I'm really excited that India developed this version of this show 
because it's something that I think really works for the Indian audience or the South Asian audience. Oh, of course. It's like what we love watching in terms of like Western TV combined with like Desi soap operas. It's exactly what we want to see. And the thing is, it's true. It's realistic. And you can relate to it. Yeah, no, you can. And we really, I mean, I personally relate more to the privileged side of it where I have seen that. I was just in Mumbai for almost two and a half weeks. I've obviously never lived in India. I have never been to India as an adult and I go there and I see this and all my friends were all out partying, going to like Bastion and Olive and all these nice spots and going out and seeing kind of this energy of like the young elite society of India, it was it was very interesting. And obviously I am not going to touch upon what happens there, but I think this was very realistic is all I'm gonna say. Um, and I obviously, being an actor model myself, was with act other fellow actor models. And so it, it was very interesting to see artists and all of us kind of out and about. It's okay, Nana. You're not spoiling anything about your personal life. Okay, <laughs> so what's our rating? I think I would put this at a four out of five. This is like a whole different genre. Um, if I'm comparing this to like Gossip Girl and stuff, I think I would give this like a four out of five. Too. I thought it was such a such a fun watch. Was it messy and was it like cinema art? No, it wasn't cinema art. Was it messy? Yeah, but was it fun to watch and was it just like teenagers in high school like messing up? Yes, and it felt it felt very real. So yeah, I would give it a four to five. So this was our first series review. I hope you guys enjoyed it and I hope we didn't confuse you too much. But yeah, go watch the show if you're looking for something fun with suspense, murder, mystery, and high school drama. Yeah. Uh, also, good luck to all the actors on this show, uh, and congratulations to them. Yeah, there's big things in the future. That was our episode of Desi Talkies. You can follow us on Instagram at Desi Talkies Podcast. Tune in another week for another episode. <laughs>